morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the episode of the Baptist Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. My light mo, yeah. Starlight, twinkle, twinkle, out here. <laughs> 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 Disgusting. Robert's looking at me like, why is this boy? <laughs> why is this? It's too late for these shenanigans, man. Bro. Super late one. Super late one. Yeah. I remember the times when, like, back at uni, I'll I'll be up until three, four o'clock, be up for you for lectures at nine o'clock next day, like it's nothing. How much of those lectures did you remember? (laughs) Man, that's that's not an important question. Important part was I was there. You were there. Attendance. So unhealthy. Those all-nighters, man, to get coursework in that's been due for like months. Do you know what? Yeah. I think it was me, me and a couple other guys, yeah, in the third year particularly, we lived off Boost and Custard mm. Creams. <laughs> in the library, just banging Boost and Custard Creams all night. You know that, those the Budgeons, isn't it? The Budgeons. Budgeons, yeah. 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 Right yes. there, sexy chicken wings there, bro. You get you get the silver boost with the blue wrapper. This was the, the one back in the day, actually, you know. Well, and the fat pack of custard creams, banging all night with that. Handing the dissertation, I banged in that all night for like a good week. Handed in the dissertation and slept the whole day. <laughs> the whole day, bro. Yeah, that dissertation was a madness. I was meant to do research here. Yeah? I faked the whole thing. <laughs> presentation. My supervisor was like, "Oh, so how did you do the research?" And like a stupid, I was like, "Oh, that's a good question." <laughs> In hindsight, I'm like, "Nah." Man. I got a good grade though, so I'm happy. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, that. 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 That course was a madness. Yeah. The first maths exam, the first maths lesson we went to, we got um, homework that counted towards our final mark. So the homework was coursework. Stress. That's crazy. Bro, it got to a point where I just stopped going maths. <laughs> nah, the words of the lie, they tell you that, oh, first year doesn't count. Bro. <laughs> Right. In some unions, fashion doesn't count for anything. It I think I think it depends on the course as well. Like, yeah, but it's, it's like even when they say it doesn't count, it's only because it counts for like fifteen percent or something. But that fifteen percent is different between the first it's and the good. second. Oh, I think our our first year counts for like one seventh. Was it? It was twenty five percent. No, it wasn't that much. I think it was one seventh. I think it was one seventh. I think mine was about 20 or 15. Or like, yeah. it, mine counted. Mine counted. Yeah, ours counted as well. Yeah. The aerospace engineering, anyway, counted. Maybe the different streams were different. What engineering did you do, Robert? Medical. Mechanical. Oh, I thought you did mechanical. Medical. No. Yeah. Fam, oh. all of us did engineering on this call. That's wild, you know? Is it all banging? <laughs> The, the, the funniest thing is the only one of us is still using our degree yeah oh fair yeah 
Well, even t- like tertiary. Tertiary? Yeah. yeah. Not even like a Because you're, you're still in the field, technically. Yeah. Actually, no, your yeah. first job was in the field. My first job was in the field, but now I'm just in software. Yeah. Yeah, my first job was in aviation software. So, yeah, but yeah. No, it's just software. Yeah. Oh, nice. right. See, is I think it's Robert, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's me that's in the hospital. Robert, it's Robert in the hospital. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Robert, my question. No. As a respectable Christian man. Uh, I think I'm mistaken with somebody else, bro. God forbid. You might not be thinking about somebody else, Dad, here. Yeah. As a married Christian man, what counsel would you give a man like Jonathan Majors right now? Ah! You know, it's so funny, like, in the car back, we were watching the, the, the interview that he did. Yeah. And then he was like, I found my Coretta. <laughs> he, he has not learned. <laughs> he has not learned no lessons from that. Yeah. So what, in terms of his relationship status? Yeah, yeah. Specifically in terms of his relationship status, because it was evidently his choice of um, a certain type of woman that has led to what he where he is now. So. Well, to be fair, he's probably in better standing being married to Megan Good, who was the wife of a pastor, so maybe some of that rubbed off on her, and that maybe some of that can rub off on him. Ew. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the holiness. <laughs> not, not, not anything else. <laughs> to get any sort of emissions or rubbing off from <laughs> dude via the wife is just not nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll say, bro, you got you got two roads, okay? One if you want to go do baby boy lifestyle, go do baby boy lifestyle. When you're tired, go settle down. You know? Don't be in a relationship and then be texting other girls, I want to be kissing you. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you're going to do baby boy, do baby boy, you know? And the truth is, if you're a rich, famous guy with money, you don't want to be held down by one woman. So don't do it and then go and break her heart afterwards. Don't do it. Let her know what it is, you know. I'm enjoying the, the my youth, my money. This is what it is. If she gets the wrong idea, that's on her. But as long as you said it, she knows you're good. Okay. Yeah, Dre is reminding you. This is supposed to be advice as a Christian husband. But hold on, hold on, Is that what she said? Yep. Oh, she said that. She no, I'm getting on to that. So. As a Christian, or someone who was raised Christian, because, like, I don't know if he's still practicing Christian. Neither, neither do I, honestly. Because yeah. if he's not, then then there's, there's no point giving me me giving him Christian advice because, mm. like, the, the principles are good, but the, the principles, we follow the principles because of our belief in God. Mm. You know? Um, okay, well, I've talked since you want to be making noises in the background. <laughs> No, I'm typing, I'm typing. No, talk. You're, bro, she, she, she's on the chair. She said, I'm typing, I'm typing. <laughs> say what you're saying, bro. Okay. So the question was, as a Christian husband, that is your identity now. Yeah. You're not telling anybody to behave Christian. 
bar you like in all that you do you share truth so i just don't think that there should be a oh because you're not christian you can go and do baby boy and then come back because as a christian husband as a good example in society you should be advising them the ways of truth not go and do baby boy and be a slag and then when you're ready to not be a slag anymore don't find a wife i hear no lies my counter argument is if he had gone to do baby boy he would still be kang right now can i get an amen he'd still be what kang <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by his own by his own admission, he was seeing himself as like some Obama type dude. <laughs> I don't know if baby boy would be the way to go. No, no, it it, it would because Obama was because, baby boy. No, no, because if if he's able to make statements like that, he's got some maturing to do. Mm. You know, it's like he's one of those guys who who wants the perfect woman without the understanding of, of what the perfect woman entails. Like or, or Derek. Like, or, or like where it comes with. Derek. <laughs> you know? And I think that's true of, like, a lot of people in, in, a, lot of, in a lot of relationships or wanting relationships. Mm-hmm. They've got an, an image of this person in their heads, but they don't think about what kind of person they need to be to have yeah, to attract this, kind, this kind of partner. Got to be a high-value man. You know? <laughs> Alpha. <laughs> the guys was mentioning, um, Martin Luther King, Barack Obama. Oh, dear. His character was not Martin Luther King, no. Barack Obama. No. So... I mean, because Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. was going around doing his thing too. He was, no, no, he was, but then, but then his impact on the world and the way he carried himself. Okay, I hear that. You know? Yeah. You know? Yes, yes. He was... <laughs> by, the... by, by Robert's by Robert standards, then he was doing his baby boy stuff and still... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but, but, but you can't do baby boy and be in a relationship. That's what I'm saying. If you can, if you can do baby boy, do it while single. That way, there's no misunderstanding. You gotta be on your Michael B. Jordan. Yeah! Hey, hey, hey. What do you mean, hey? Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> you turn around real quick, you're married. <laughs> but yeah, okay, 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 let's let's be serious, okay? As a Christian married man, if 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 if, if, if he came to me and said, Robert, what should I do? I'll be like, bro, find you what's funny? No. Oh, you're watching me. Okay. I'll say, bro. She's watching Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, bro, go and find yourself a good woman to settle down with, you know? But, but and, and before you find that good woman to settle down with, become the good man that a good woman would want to settle down with. Because mm-hmm. um, it seems like there's some maturing there that needs to be done. And mm-hmm. and that's not to say that I'm, I'm any better than him or any more perfect than him. Mm-hmm. But um his sphere of influence and resource is a lot bigger than mine so there is a level of grounding that he has to, he, he would have to do hmm. that maybe i wouldn't just because his fall from grace is a lot higher than mine is 
in worldly in worldly terms. Secular standards, fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, and it's important to have a good woman by your side. Um, maybe someone who understands and can help you become the, the person that you're hoping and, tr- and trying to be. Um, mm. You know, black queens are, are great. No, you can't go wrong, or you can't go wrong with black. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know if it has to be a race thing. Uh, I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you. I think I don't know. I I do. I do feel like he has he has so much potential. Like as a Denzel type, you know, Denzel category of oh no, this guy is just elite talent, diligence, excellence type of deal. But then even Denzel is, is humble. I don't know about all that what, what I would have wanted really what I would have wanted was and especially because I think I read this somewhere that one of his parents is a preacher is like find your faith man like forget this could be a blessing you've you've lost Kang fine go into you know go into the wilderness go and find God like proper go and grow go and sit at your parents you know feet and, and listen to the word because you do have potential and if you rose here once you can rise up to it again but how much better will it be if you have like such a strong foundation like, forget about the woman like Megan Good I don't even like her, but <laughs> like just you go and find your faith and, and get rooted in your faith and be excellent and you'll come back even stronger, you know, but yeah, at the end of the day, yeah, cool, I I, I, I can take what you're saying, I'm, I'm happy with it, yeah. Well, baby boy, sometimes sometimes you just need to do the baby boy and then come back and realize, okay. I'm past that stage in my life now. You know what the Bible says? What the Bible says? It says, I put away the child's things when I became a man. Which... Which implies that there was that there was a level of child's things that, that, that you went through. And he says, you know, I'm a man now. I gotta put the toys away. <laughs> You're a child. What comes before child? Baby. Baby. Child. Man. Evolution. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> my question for you, Robert. Um, how would you counsel someone who is a Christian and he's like, I believe I can be one of the greats at whatever he's doing, whether it's music, whether it's like, whatever it is, like I can be one of the greats. I'm trying to be the GOAT. Mm. Like, yeah, man's trying to put my stamp on this industry as one of the greatest that ever went down. Do you think you can't that? How, how would you go about that conversation? To be honest, I don't know how much how much counsel I can give him. Just a lot, okay. First things first. As long as he's not trying to become a Christian hip hop artist, cool. Let's start there, okay? Because you see, you, you see them guys there. Boy, I could, I could, I could, I could, I could write whole about that one. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
What? Why? Because Christian hip hop, Christian artists, they don't only be Christian artists, but that's 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 the only box they can fit in, and so they're there until they can break that's out. A, that's a grossly <laughs> miscategorization of such. Oh, utterly believe that. No, no. Ninety percent of them. I wouldn't even put a percentage to it like that. I, I hear I what you're saying. There's some that do that, and you can see in the in the quality of their craft. But that's that's such a wide brush to paint. I with to paint the Linnell Grants with to paint the um yeah. There's so many people what about doing, the doing the work. What about the aluminiums? Okay. Yeah, the, the oh, aluminiums. All right. So yeah. Is your argument that they're using Christian rap to break out into the music scene or to break out into fuller ministry? It sounds like your argument is they are they want to be rappers, but they're not good enough to go mainstream, so they come and sit in Christian hip hop. Yes. Disgusting man. Or 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 they start off in in, in, in Christian hip hop, get a little taste for the limelight, and they're like, you know what? Let's go be inspirational artists now. Give me an example. Give me an example. He's gonna say Lecrae. He's gonna say Lecrae. Because I would agree that some some Christian rappers almost use Christian rap as a springboard into a different form of ministry, which it may be like being part, being a pastor, being evangelist, being an apologetic, like it may be part of their route there. So even with like the ambassador with, with like his album, the chop chop, all of them things there, where it's just like, it's very, there's an apologetic evangelist, uh, evangelist, uh, evangelical sort of bent to it evangelistical whatever bent to it and even Shailin who left it to go pastor God Servant who left music totally to go pastor Trip Lee who left music to go pastor and like they they've deviated from music where they started or music has allowed them to dig into the word more to find more about their, themselves and stuff and then deviate into different ministries even the humble beast guys they're about all pastors but that, that's more coincidental. I don't think any of them, like, intentionally. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, because like, you, 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 you can become a pastor without being a hip hop artist. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, but but anyway. with those, especially, I think they were just being they were just being diligent with what they had. They yeah. Rap. So yeah. they, they were rapping. Yeah, but. Okay, you know, what? I'm being an agent of chaos right now. Let's go back to the actual question. That, 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 that was the artist, okay? So, 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 so you want to be the best? You want to make your mark? I'll say go for it. As long as, as long as whatever you're trying to do is not um, anti-God, mm. Mm. Um, go for it. Um, I think we all might have our different ideas of what anti-God means. Mm. You know, because you want your... if you want to be the best sniper. In the army, <laughs> that was between you and God, you know. I mean, because David had his three soldiers, he had his three three hundred men. Right? Gideon had his three hundred. I'm trying to be one of the three hundred. Five points of advice you say to them: Your wife is your wife is putting pressure on you. Five. Okay, five points of avoid, uh, five points of advice. Um, number one, 
take it before God, ask God how, how, how he would have you use your gift and what, and, and what direction you would, he would have you take it in. Um, to surround yourself with people who inspire you and help you improve your craft in, in whatever way you can. Three, make sure your, 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 your social media is squeaky clean so no one can come and benefit from your past. <laughs> I mean, you're laughing, but people be digging. <laughs> you, you, be, you best go delete all your tweets now and just start afresh. <laughs> you better delete it before anyone knows who you are. Cause... Yeah. For, um, <laughs> for, um, be careful of shortcuts people would try and give you to get ahead. Um, five. Even when the excitement ends, let the discipline push you through. Comes like a Lecrae, um, Lecrae thing. I think his track is even when the music stops. I think he's got a track like that where it's just like, yeah, keep stay diligent even when the music yeah. stops. Then, then it's hard, especially, especially. If it's not working out, especially if you know people who are in the industry that you're trying to get into, and they're blowing, but then you're there and nothing's working for you. Mm-hmm. And and then you might think that there are other people who are not as talented as you, why they get in the, the come up. Yeah. That yep. crap. She <laughs> just felt that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this photography journey has been a long one. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I can vouch. When I was apples and snakes, I was just thinking, wow, you guys are getting paid a whole lot to do very little. (laughs) Whoa. I like that. Pete, do you have anything you would add or amend or? No, I think, well done on the five points. Yeah. (laughs) I think integrity is so important. Mm. Integrity is what, you know, that that's what builds character and character is what keeps you where yeah. talent gets you evidently that was what Jonathan Majors lacked but cool yes. um, my wife said six even though she got to four, 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 five points stay home she, she offered one so she's helping you your response should be thank you wife thank you wife <laughs> help wow. me Thanks, man. You're welcome, man. Appreciate you. Let's <laughs> get getting progressively worse. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, I'm happy with that. Sorry. Cool. All right. Uh, what do I want to talk about today? What do I want to talk about? Okay, okay. Okay. Um, let's talk Cat Williams. I'm going to what I want to talk about today. So I think everyone has seen snippets, if not the whole. Yeah, I've seen snippets. I've seen the whole. Thing, I've, I've seen the whole um, thing. I've seen Cat Williams, um, pipe bomb, shall we say? Oh, <laughs> where everyone was getting exposed. Everyone and their wives. And their wives. But did you see that Kevin Hart's um, ex-wife is going on tour with him? With, with Cat. Cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's some that's some Omarion little fizz type thing. 
has to be wild. Yeah. No, that is so wild. When you're in your petty bag, you will just do what we want to do. Um, she is now. But the fact that the fact that she's having hot ass ex makes it funny. Makes anything she says funny. Damn. Because even if she's not going on stage, she's running joke. Yeah. Because she's just mocking. Yeah. Her being there. Her being there is a joke. Um, yeah. After he just called out your husband. Excellent. But, but wow. then don't you think that that like also kind of makes her a joke as well? No, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, so Cat Williams was talking about a lot of things. One thing he spoke about was people stealing his jokes and stuff mm. and like the, you can see compilations of like jokes he's done and then how people have have taken yeah um yeah and some 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 stole gracefully some did not even try mm. looking at you Steve Oh, cool. And so it got me thinking. Oh, oh, oh before I, I move on, do uh, you guys have any comments about what Cat, uh, about anything Cat Williams said in his interview that you've seen so far? I think it should be important if someone goes on that type of rant, extended rant, and is factually inaccurate. I think that should be important. I think the fact that you know he came like Kendrick on Controverse and was like calling out everyone. Yeah, it's fun, it's entertainment. But I think, and no I one's come out to say he's a liar. Everyone has come oh. out to say he's a liar. Everyone has come out to say he's a liar. Like, everyone yeah. is responding. Everyone is responding. Tiffany Hadges came out with videos of her at the comedy club. Um, Cats, uh, no, Kevin Hart said something. Kevin Hart's guy, Spank, was saying stuff. Um, Cedric the Entertainer has responded. Luda came with over. Oh, I mean, that's that's. I, I think it's Spank anyway. But anyway, I think that's his uh-huh. nickname. Uh, either way, people have responded, and that's that's the thing yeah. is there's a lot of th- there's a lot of factual inaccuracies that I think we should not gloss over because it's an entertaining thing that he came and was just shooting. No way, it's funny. funny. It it was funny. It was funny. But the thing is, like, people, if you go on the comments on the video, people are like, oh, yeah, protect him at all costs. And Cat Williams, the type of of guy to just tell you truth. And everyone is taking everything he said as factual when there are actually inaccuracies. And I think that's important. So that's all I have to say. This, I feel like this is the half Peter boy. The... (laughs) The, the the fact check if Google could if, if Peter could have one function in life it would be like the fact checker but yeah it is it's but when I see content like that um it challenges me from the perspective of how willing are we to stand up for what we believe in in the face of adversity like obviously he i believe there's an element of that where he wanted to be antagonistic mm. he wanted to take jabs at people and to poke out different things but there there is the i have con- i have like gradually been coming more and more across people who 
are just standing on their lives like whatever they believe new age like they're standing on it and presenting that unapologetically and i'm every time i see it i'm like for me it's a challenge to be like whoa why why should they be unapologetic with something i believe to be a lie and me not be with something i believe is true yeah yeah so yeah it, it's for me I'm, I'm watching i'm just like okay it's challenging me to, it's almost like seeing jehovah witnesses going around knocking on people's doors yeah. i'm just like right wow, for you man to do that and as much yeah. as i feel like in i believe that you men are talking nonsense but the conviction to go around diligently knocking on people's doors having these conversations where people are going to be hostile turning you away argument blah 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 you're still being diligent with it yeah. And if you believe the 144,000 have already been sealed, like, yeah, like, what, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So I'm just like, okay, for me, there is that challenge. You must be like, standing. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I feel just, just on a random side note, I feel the exact same way would even like poets and stuff like i see poets are really good or really popular spouting some sort of nonsense as far yeah. as i'm concerned and it's yeah. like we have truth and it's like i feel yeah. so challenged and and thinking to to write about we've got something incredible to write about you're just mm -hmm. talking about how you think you're a girl in a boy's body mm. okay <laughs> the thing is once poets become once people become good at their craft, mm. they almost think that gives them license to spew whatever ideologies they believe in. Yeah. And I find it interesting. Because um, I'm like, just because you're a good poet or a good this or good that doesn't mean you are educated enough or whatever to be able to talk about X or talk about Y. Um, as an authority, yeah. yeah, as an authority on it, yeah, and yeah, yeah that cognac was going down swiftly, boy. Yeah. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think that, like, for taking, for example, the Jehovah Witness way, is would you say is that a way that Christians should go about? preaching the word of god to people or do you at think that least, at the very least i think with the same passion and diligence you know like they will they, they're, they're going hard you know they're going oh. hard always coming with you know ready and, and, and just mm -hmm. doing the way same thing i almost feel about like the way muslims go about you know like their five times a day prayer or ramadan you know mm -hmm. just staying true to to the, to the cause that that same passion i think we should have i think yeah. i think that with the two groups that you've mentioned mm -hmm. it feels like there's a lot more unity within them than there is mm -hmm. in christianity at times mm -hmm. um on on like a larger scale uh -huh. um we christians we are still trying to decide whether we should be marrying gay people in churches <laughs> you know well, um, 
having conversations about whether women should be able to preach in church is like <laughs> it's like there's so many things that we're nitpicking about that that we can't go out and be powerful because even though the Bible says talks uh, talks about the, the dangers of of, of of house divided, it feels like Christianity is very much house divided. Yeah, mm. it's. Um, I heard this thing where John MacArthur was encouraging seminary students to not go and preach or talk in conferences um, or spaces that have women pastors preaching or talking as well. Mad. And I'm like, bro, are you all right? Are you, are you all right? Um, and it's funny you say that because if you, you can have two people from the same church go evangelize and come and get into an argument with each other. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Like, over something doctrinal. Yeah. They may not argue in front of the person, but they'll be like, no, I don't, is that? But <laughs> the cults, the cults are very good at They believe one thing and one thing only. <laughs> one thing and one thing only. <laughs> one thing and one thing only. But as here, hundreds of thousands of, the, of, of denominations. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... Yes, there there is division. Yes, there is. Um, what do you think will take to not unify us? What do you think? is even? What do you think that we even need to be unified to be able to be effective? I don't think we need. I think there are core tenets we need to be unified on. There are foundational truths like. Jesus being the son of God, um, salvation being only through Christ as a uh, work of grace by faith. Um, that like, yeah, like there are, there are basic principles. I'm just like, these are like, believe that Christ died for your sins. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you have been saved. Like these things, I believe that they are foundational, um, and fundamental, and these things we need to agree and even in like the uh, triune nature of who God is. It's, it's the thing is, someone else will come and say that there are other things that are fundamental. <laughs> Bro, and, and that's the thing. I think I think that there is a lot of um, there is a lot of cultural influences, a lot of um, reading nuance and stuff, and even just. Um, um, church tradition that has been seen as foundational, but I'm like, it's 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 not because even when the when the Jews were guiding around to the to the Gentiles talking about you need to be circumcised, you need to obey all of these, the church elders were like, nah, just remain as you were, stay pure from sexual morality, and don't eat meat um, offered to idols. Yeah. No, don't eat meat with blood in them. Those, those were the three things. Just believe and just keep those three things. Um, and so, yeah, it's. I believe that there are tenants, and people will, for different reasons, place emphasis on different things. 
Um, but there are core things that are like, this is what makes you a Christian. Not that you've wrapped your head, not that as a woman you're wearing a skirt, like none of them things. Um, and outside of that, I actually see benefit in some sort of varying perspectives on conversation. Mm. But how you do that is what's going to be interesting. Explain that because I don't know if I fully agree. So if the more very like, the varying perspectives outside of who Jesus is and what we have in him and who God has revealed himself to be, um the varying perspectives, if approached from a place of love and humility, allows us to dialogue and act like almost iron sharpening iron. But if everyone has the same ideas and it's just like, okay, cool, there's, it's, it's like the friction almost allows for growth in, in my mind. Where it's just like your your perspective is being challenged. You're being caused to see God in a greater and greater light by virtue of the different perspectives you're coming across. I don't know, I don't know if I fully agree, dude. Shout out, Jaladi. Jaladi is on as well. Hey, I thought I was thinking, you know, Jaya. My eye needs to sleep. <laughs> no, but you, you know, I, thought, I think that. Having having so much choice does more harm than good, or or, or has done more harm than good, to the fact where people are even redefining who or what good is. Yes, Nobody and when you, when you start to come against the the foundational truths, then I'm like, yeah, you you're you're spiraling out of control. Okay, uh, okay, so let's say everyone's on the same foundation. Hmm. Cool. Then at that point, wouldn't I don't know? I I just I feel like it it would be better for, for for Christianity if it was almost almost like an army where there is like like you got one person at the top, you know Jesus, and then you got like your commanders, and each commander is in charge of, of a, a different type of thing. You know, you got your if we take if we take like the five force for example, you know, you, you got one commander that's in charge of. Um, Evangelism and, and yeah. then he's, he's, he's got his generals and then everyone's got a little plan and it's this person yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but but that all coming from one place rather than because because right now it, it seems like there's there's like hundred million different armies, you know, and 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 I I understand iron sharpening iron, but then. The flip side of that is that we get so caught up in theological debates and discussions that nothing gets done. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, though. The, the problem is that that diversity and that freedom to have diversity is actually, like, symbolic of the whole thing that God has demonstrated. The, the, the whole idea of free will is what results in uh, being able to interpret it as we see fit and, you know there being those that desire more to get to the the truth and those that desire more to get to what pleases them and so i think it will be difficult because with all of these other ones that you cite you know there is an element of 
there's one there's not one source of truth but there's one source of there's, there's one way to accept truth one way of thinking there's one way of thinking whereas yeah. that isn't what god designed and that that's from jump in the garden adam and eve having the opportunity to choose other than what god had intended you know to no but no but no no but, okay so when that's no so i think even with these other things there's one way of thinking and then you decide whether you want to follow this one way mm-hmm. and i think that's even the same with christianity even even if there is choice there is still one correct way to do christianity i think anyway you know which is god's way and like i think the problems happen is then then comes from all the different interpretations of what god's way is well that that's where i think it's interesting that christianity doesn't look for us to be united by united per se by our understanding it, we, we, we're called to be united by love which then transcends some of these things because mm. if we if we like like i i agree with more there are some things that maybe we can't we can't disagree on we can't disagree on the the resurrection of christ you know mm. and, and that's that's explicit in the bible if christ didn't rise up then the faith is is pointless so we can't disagree on that but then other things and and I, again i think built into the free will built into the freedom that we're afforded is the opportunity for some to say i don't eat meat and some to say i eat meat you know and it's like well then out of love don't offend those that don't eat meat you know but then there's room for disagreement i think it's a feature as opposed to a bug in christianity this is the thing i'm saying if that makes sense it's yeah it's yeah. There's um, two sayings. Um, I think I've said them both at church. Um, perfect love is cultivated around imperfect people. Mm. Um, and yeah, you need tension. You need, like, unfortunately, you need things to kind of go wrong and blah, blah, blah for you to be able to demonstrate like love doesn't remember being wronged love is able to forgive love is able to do these things you kind of need the tensions and and the mistakes it doesn't mean it's not going to hurt it doesn't mean like things are always going to go swimmingly but unfortunately we need all of these things like the perfect love of god couldn't have been demonstrated through christ if the people he came to save turned to crucify him and then he's able to then say, forgive them, they don't know what they do and still die for them. Um, also, um, in one of our Bible study conversations, we we're speaking about being uniformed. And I feel like that's, that's almost the, the, the where, what you're implying, where it's just like being uniformed in, in thought and action, and like the way we approach Christianity and the way we go about doing it. Um, but the thing, the thing is rather we are unified, not uniformed. And unified means there's going to be um, um, differences, but we're like functioning well, we are still able to stand side by side with each other. Um, in the same way that if, if we're uniformed, and everyone would be an apostle everyone would like everyone would just be one thing as, as paul was saying everyone would be an eye or everyone would be a hand 
but we're we're unified in that even though there's a hand there's a there's an eye there, there's a foot there's a toe there's there's a, but we're still the body hmm. and even if like one to, one toenail doesn't want to grow in the same way as the other toenails and you'd want it to be as straight or whatever it's still your toe um or if your beard is patchy you're like nah this beard needs to behave as the other side it's still your beard and you still are cool to like take care of yourself um so yeah i do see the differences i do see the tensions um as a good as not necessarily as a good thing because there is evil and wrong in it but as peter says it's, it's almost it's part of the makeup of the church mm. um and even through that we get to see god's hand working um when done well but humanly speaking yeah what's impossible with man is, is possible with god it is impossible with man um but it is possible with god and i i, I would even say that his house is a testament to that hmm. mm. Well, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. It's a tricky, one. One. It's a tricky yeah. one. And yeah, but you know, I think this is just one of those situations where we just need to ask God to touch people's hearts. And because yeah. even, even in every denomination, there are sub denominations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even when you're like, we all, we're all Pentecostal, we all believe this, but there's still subdivisions. Or we're all Anglican, there's still subdivisions, like whatever it is. So even within quote unquote unified bodies, there's still subdivisions within it. Mm-hmm. And and that that's also why for me I end up thinking what's more important as opposed to whether or not the entire body can be unified. What I think ends up being more important is that we and the people that we interact with were able to demonstrate that love that would unify and so as much as maybe everyone in the world is never going to jump on the same page everyone that i interact with i need to try and find common ground i need to try and find an avenue to demonstrate god's love to them and be be the change that you want to see to use it to use a cliche as it were you know and in those little interactions whether or not that results in revival i think ends up being beside the point more so demonstrating that we are Christians and we can love one, one another and we are doing that in our lives we are actively sort of demonstrating that love what do you guys think you could do more to be unifying in your everyday lives mm-hmm. I just want to point I just, I just want to point out that Gelardi is calling me out yeah for beer shaming <laughs> <laughs> I think Gelardi just uh, that's, uh, that, that just cuts a little close to home <laughs> Let's catch a strays. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. I think for me, it's it's trying. It's it's being more intentional about finding common ground with people. Uh, I find it's easy to to identify the areas where I don't agree with someone, and you know, do whatever with it. Whether it's dismiss them because of it. Whether it's um, <laughs> whether it's.
let's you know engage in debates whatever the case i think it's easy to it's easy to um to focus on the differences to focus on where we disagree but then finding common ground i think would be better for me at the very least you know in our interactions with others can i be cheeky and offer you one as well Mm. um this one comes from proverbs where it speaks about um it's paraphrasing but along the lines of because your thing is very much about truth and you're almost like militant it's like it's, it's truth whether you like it or not like this is the truth but it speaks um like the wise are able to speak in such a way that it's almost like i think the the phrase is like honey to the heart or something like that where they're speaking truth but it's still presented in a way that is more uh, receptive uh, people are more receptive to it mm-hmm. um and so yes yeah, still being able to stand for truth but standing for it and and like arguing for it in a way that is more receptive mm-hmm. um yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think that that would be a challenge, but also a loving challenge. Yeah, yeah. and and definitely one in which I've I've definitely failed in the past. Um, <laughs> we've all failed in that. Yeah, we've all failed in that. So yeah, it's. When I know I'm right. <laughs> it's the best feeling in the world, you know. <laughs> like, 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 like being right and knowing that you're right. You feel bulletproof. You feel bulletproof. I love it. I love that. You feel bulletproof. Yes. <laughs> that, that's a pride worth being proud about. Oh my! Makes you feel warm inside. I can't even lie. Um. How how can I? That's a, that's a good question. Would you say in 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 the church? Or just in general, everyday life, everyday life, like like in the church, other church, walking down the street, with people that you meet, get along with each other. That's a good question. Um, Whilst you're thinking, I think for me, not being as dismissive of people in the ideas, because mm. sometimes people be talking like this, be like, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like once. Once I feel like you're, you're, you're like talking rubbish, I, I can continue in the conversation, but tune out of it. Yeah. It's a special power. You know, like, Andrea hates it when, when like, she knows that I've tuned out a conversation. <laughs> but then I can carry on the thread of it enough. <laughs> that one's really like, oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did she say, Do you hear what I'm saying? And then I've, I've heard the last bit of what she's saying, so I can repeat that last bit back to her. <laughs> now she knows it's the last bit you heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and um, apart from that, yeah. So, 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 so I think being less dismissive, more gracious, having a bit more patience with people and for people. Mm. Um, because Because as much as I think I know, there's so much more that I don't know, mm. and and um, there have been times when, like, I've gone to like Bible studies in like my old church, and I've like I don't know why, but I've been surprised when I've heard people who 
I may have thought that don't know as much as me come out with just the most profound thing. Hmm. I was like, wow, that's deep. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. You can never stop learning. Yeah. And like, you never know where wisdom will come from. Hmm. Be it, be it the mouth of babes, be it the, and by babes, I mean children. That's by children, not children. Be it a donkey. Be a donkey. Bro. Hmm. Yeah, I think, I think, I think for me, I, I almost have the reverse issue because I enjoy hearing people's perspectives. I sometimes don't either present my own or challenge. Um, and yeah, cause I get, I kind of get engrossed in trying to understand where this person is coming from. And sometimes I can leave that conversation giving the person the impression of them being right. Um, and I don't think that is always helpful. Mm. Um, and so being unified can look like or should include room for disagreement, mm. but still being able to love the person. And so if if the person knows that, no, like I disagree with you, but I am still loving you or my perspective is different from yours, but I am able to look beyond that and still engage with you as a human, um, I think that would work more in the favor of being unified um, than just taking in the person's perspective and keeping it moving. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I think it would be, yeah, still like being open to people's perspectives, but learning how to lovingly challenge when appropriate and still loving the person, even if it goes pear-shaped. Mm -hmm. Sometimes loving means loving people from a distance. It does. Loving you is easy cause you're far away. <laughs> hey bro, there's a lo-fi rendition of that song, yeah. I think I've heard it actually. Sick. I think I've heard it. Sick. Right, I heard the song. I had to pull it up. I had to pull it up so many times. You guys relax, 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 relax. Okay. Come on. So, so I didn't get the chance to talk about what I wanted to talk about today, but maybe I can just tail it in. What's that? It's a oh, battery, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's my wife's WhatsApp popping up on my screen it's, again. Every day, bro. Um, yeah, so maybe we can start this conversation and then maybe we can carry on next next time. Oh. But so, so you know how uh, one of the things Cat Williams was talking about was plagiarism? Okay. How do you guys make sure you don't plagiarize other people's work, even if, if um, accidentally? Like, 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 how do you make sure that your stuff is your stuff and your stuff alone? In what context? Be it through creative writing, be it through... Um, yeah, you know what? Let me just leave it open. Just like, in, 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 like being creative. Uh, creative? Even if it's just like, like, like putting together like a sermon or like a Bible study. Because mm -hmm. I've seen guys who have just legit pilfered from Bible.org or their whole Bible study and just done a verbatim, bro. 
Oh, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting because I view those as two different things. And if if I'm if I'm taking from someone's, like, so with the Bible study especially, because I I feel it's difficult and can easily become disingenuous to always look for something new. Like you, when you come and preach, you have to bring some new revelation. Yeah, God yeah. can give you a new revelation. That's fine. But then sometimes I feel like, and you start to see stretching. You know, like yeah. okay, mm, does it really say that? Or you start to see things being molded into what you want to present. And so, when it comes to preaching or when it comes to sermons, I always find like I'm much happier echoing someone's sermon and giving credit saying i got this from this guy or pointing people back to because i'm getting something and then maybe i'm adding something on top of it or i'm getting something and it's like this person has said it perfectly there's no need for me to repackage that right i'm just conveying it to you because maybe i've had exposure to it and maybe you haven't and so i'll always point you back to say i got this from this guy or i got this from that preacher but then that's a lot easier for me maybe because i don't necessarily see it as a creative endeavor it's more so a communication it's it's more so a transfer of knowledge than anything else so with preaching and with sermon it's different i think give credit where credit is due give your sources references all those things but i'm much happier echoing um, a sermon that i heard that smacked me the the sermon i heard about the the, the bit i did about um halloween when i did it was verbatim a, a thing i heard on the podcast I, I talked about the podcast i mentioned the podcast linked to it um and then obviously had my little take on it that i, I added on top but i'm much happier doing that when it comes to poetry like I, I find, for me, and, and I'll speak about poetry because I guess that's maybe the the, the creative endeavor that I can speak about regarding this. There's a difference between writing to, for me, the difference is writing to improve and writing to perform. And when I'm writing to improve, I will, you know, maybe take from the guys that I'm liking at the time, the the the, the style, the the their the use of wordplay, whatever. Um, I'm much happier to use that as I'm improving, but those won't be put pieces that I'm sharing. But then if it's a piece that I am creatively writing, I find I stop listening to people. I stop listening to other poets because I don't want to be influenced or I don't want to inadvertently copy or something. And then there's just having integrity and I'm not going to take someone else's piece and then just change. And I, I say this because I've been asked to do this before. I'm not going to take someone's piece and just change the name that of the girl that he's writing it for and make that Jesus and come and present it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> And I've been asked to do it before. I won't do that. So, yeah. That's me. Yeah, I think there's there's a book. There's a book uh, which has the title Steal Like an Artist. Yeah, mm. yeah, I read that. Um, it's part of a three-part series, isn't it? Yeah. Like Steal as Artist and something else. Mm. And that there is an element of almost everything creative being a um, recreation almost. a recreation of something else. yeah a remix recreation like something so there's there's a and particularly in the process of learning people are encouraged to copy hmm. because in copying you get to learn 
the technique, the nuance. So even in photography, you're you're encouraged to try to copy people's work that you enjoy, because you you start to understand light as as the person used it in their work and what they may have used. Even when you're like shooting videos and stuff, try to copy the look of someone that you enjoy their work and then like cinematographers and stuff like that. And you start to recognize, okay, they place the light in here, blah blah blah. And then that, the more familiar you become with it, it becomes part of your repertoire as you're doing stuff. So you're not necessarily copying them when you're doing stuff, but you're, it's like, you're not reinventing the wheel. Hmm. You're kind of using what's already there building on it, yeah. and building on it. Um, and so it's, it's when done with integrity in that if you are just lifting, giving credit where it's due. So even in poetry, um, there are poems which is that are oh, this is after this poem or this is after or and, so yeah. yes, and so there are like earmarks and stuff where it's just like no like this is after this is whatever this and that and it may even be just like one line or a phrase or an idea that kind of sparked it um and so yeah th- there is that sense of um learning and stuff and and also even ecclesiastes there's nothing new under the sun um, so even if you're doing something creative, you may think, yeah, like I'm the first person who did this. No, the, the techniques and stuff may not be new, but the perspective will, mm. because hopefully it's coming from your perspective. Um, so yeah, I would say just, just do what you're doing. Isn't it? If you're taking from people, take from people, but the integrity piece that peter mentioned is what i would say if you did take from someone like don't don't be a waste man just be like yo this is inspired by this or taking from this or whatever um give credit where credit is due in the same way that you would like someone to credit you and stuff um i'll say that but i'll say in the process of learning it, it is inevitable to 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 learn from others um and hopefully as you get as you digest it more or ingest it more it will become something new in you all the things that you've kind of gleaned will become something new in you and your perspective would shine more so through what the the mesh of things that are in you so yeah still like an artist bro hello yeah i think for me and you know, I think when it comes to like sermons and stuff, like I write some, I write sermons the same way I write poetry. So, it, it, so I, I see it as a creative endeavor. Hmm. You know, like like, like I can like, see that. Yeah, I can like, see that. Yeah. Like, like, like even though it's yeah, like I'm, I'm trying to give you a message, I want to do it in a way that is easy to follow. Hmm. Um, so. Um, and that's why I like a lot of time I'm like reading my sermon because <laughs> that's how the story goes. <laughs> um, when it comes to to to, to, to pilfering, um, yeah, like like you guys have said, give credit where credit, where, where credit is due. And also, if you still sit down, think about what was it about this that you liked? You know, what was it about how? How he did, or, or how she did, what she did with these words that that, that you liked, Facts. and then 
and if it, and uh, like I feel like when you can distill that, then it becomes easier for you to make your own version. Yeah, like or like come up with your own style of being able to do it. Um, yeah, and like who who the people that you're stealing from? You know, they'll be guests. They'll be guests. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even there's a there's a guy who I've forgotten his name. Um, but he had this course where he was trying to help people find their style, and he was like, "Yo, like whatever your medium is." just go out and look at anything and everything that you enjoy from your medium and just make a note of it. And then once you compile a whole load of stuff, exactly as you were saying, Robert, start picking out what do you like about them. And then as you start to refine that list of what you like about them, you start to realize, okay, cool. Like I'm enjoying the shadows and the lights and the blah, blah, and this, or even the, the if it's words and it's like the descriptive language and like whatever it is that the, the rhyme scheme and stuff and you start to recognize okay this is kind of what i am drawn to within these pieces of work and then you can start to replicate that on your own so yeah definitely vibes with that mm, i remember i remember there was one uh, one um battle rap i think we tried eclipse versus color the dawn and then um, I think it was the final verse where Charlie was, he started spitting all these other rappers' bars. And everyone was like, oh, that's fine, that's fine. And he was like, silly fool, I ain't trying this too. I'm Luke Kang. I have become everyone that, that I, I already killed. I was like, yo, he <laughs> <laughs> can't that one. <laughs> that same, I think it's that same battle. And then Hollow did. Like Holo broke down Charlie Clips' whole style. Yeah, you did. Right? Yeah. <laughs> With the four bars, that's a kick. Yeah, you see how easy it is to do it. <laughs> that was such a sick battle, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's round up. Yeah. Hookups. I can go first on hookups. Cool. Um. So, um. My hookup will be a YouTube channel. I, I was gonna do, so I wanted to do a hookup of a piece that we that I did that is literally this. So it was a piece inspired by one of Gelade's pieces, but I can't find Gelade's piece. Yo, and look who's here in the comments. <laughs> I can't find Gelade's piece. Um, I think I saw it on like a WhatsApp story, and I can't find it. And I know if I ask him, he won't send it. So I'm not gonna nah, do that won't. one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that one because we've had that exact situation where I've seen a piece Jalade has written it's inspired me to write a piece and I actually sent it to him and being the, the, the just Don that he is he sent me back feedback and made it better and I was just like yeah anyway so my hookup will be a YouTube channel <laughs> <laughs> called um, Maurice Moves um, and I just like he talks about like everyday carry stuff and like productivity and stuff like that but i just love the way he does he's so thoughtful in what he presents and so even talking about like his watch collection every like it's just so thoughtful the watches he's picked and the reasons why he's picked them and i just like the way that he he goes about interacting with life um so yeah maurice moves is my is my hookup Sweet. Um, I can go next. Has Robert frozen? No, he's not. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah I saw you blink very slowly. 
Um, it's almost forty points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a leg. And I, I got to shoot first thing in the morning as well. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, we'll see. And it's a half an hour shoot, so quick in, quick out. Mm. Um, I was gonna do a PlayStation hookup, but I won't. Um, Man had to get in there. That's gonna be. Yeah, I'm just a PlayStation. I didn't drop any number. It could have been four. It could have been two. Could have been three. Um, belief in fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that he is doing um, an animation with his kids' voice in the characters. Oh, nice. So there was a. A uh, TikTok that uh, my wife Jem showed me, where like he's they're showing the storyboards, and his kids voicing the characters, and it just looks sick. So I'm just like, yeah. So my hookup is just belief in fatherhood. He's got he's got a lot of content around fatherhood and stuff. He used to make music, but I think he's still kind of pushing that through his thing, just a little piece. So yeah, it's a YouTube channel. He's he's on all shop socials, I, I believe, but I know him through YouTube. Um, his content now, anyway. So belief in fatherhood. Cool. Was it belief on fatherhood or in? Belief but, uh, in, in, in. In. Yeah. Okay. Um, and to be honest, I think I'm gonna hook up that battle rap. Um, Charlie Clips versus Hollow the Don. Great battle. Come on. Great, great battle. Okay. Yeah. And it was Shang, Shang, uh, Shang, Shang Tsung. Yeah, 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 not Liu Kang. Sorry, I become everyone I've already defeated. That's a you know, like a worries. <laughs> Bro, I'd be vexed if you said that about me. Especially after everyone shouting, "Oh, you're, that, that's my boy, that's my boy." <laughs> Just added to it. That's crazy. Oh, there was a time when <laughs> wilding out. Um. They've got a new segment now where they're cussing each other. And then Emmanuel was like the the ref. E-Man is the ref. And if you say a joke that wasn't too great, he's like, that's a shaky one. Mm-hmm. Um so Charlie Clips. I can't remember who he was who he was cussing, but he was cussing someone, and Shaky was a part of the cuss. You see Young Fly? It might have been. Yeah, I think it was because he was in a he was in a movie. I think he was in Next Friday or something like that, a remake. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, your acting was a little bit was a little bit." And then Iman was like, "Shaking." He's like, "That's the word." <laughs> <laughs> but exactly. Uh, <laughs> Everyone is dying. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he um, Charlie Clips loves doing that as part of his yeah. part of his setup. He's so good when he prepares, but when he, but like when he doesn't, then he just he just all over the place. But yeah. well, that rap is hard, dude. That rap is hard. That rap is hard. Yeah. Awad, yeah, Awad is getting Awad is getting his flowers though. Like Awad has been making the rounds. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, shout out for the intro outro music. Cover turn audio image logo. Twitter at Furnace UK, Instagram at TBS Furnace. You can email us at tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacks Furnace No Apostrophe. On all good podcasts, websites, and apps, Blacks Furnace with an apostrophe. That's it.
to the Sylvester's Furnace signing out.